Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of the B-Team podcast. Ben? Yes? Are you fully recovered yet? Uh, no. <laughs> From what? My pretzel brain or the almost 30-year-old hangover? Yes. Yeah. All of the above, the answer is no. Have you listened to... Saturday's uh, recording. I finally listened to like the first 10 minutes of it. I actually don't sound as dumb as I thought I was going to. Um, but yeah, I've only gotten 10 minutes into it. So what about you? Yeah, I've listened to it twice now because we recorded it once and then I had to listen back <laughs> and take out all the weird stuff we said. Lottery. Yeah. Well, the draft happened. That was a thing. My team still is booty cheeks, but you know, you're, you're projected was... to beat me week one. Yeah, <laughs> you're dang right. All right. Tonight we have some MLB news, NFL, and NBA stuff to quickly run through. Some golf too. But it's gonna be pretty SEC football heavy, Ben. I'm jacked. You didn't even Finally. say what episode this is. I said this is episode 49. Uh maybe I just wasn't listening. Come on, man. We've been doing this 49 times. You know what the next one is? We don't even have, like, a special 50th episode planned. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> get on that. Because what? We have next week, and then another week is actual football. We'll talk about it at the end tonight. Okay. Figure out. <laughs> Let's make a plan. <laughs> Obviously, we think very far ahead with this podcast. We thought the SEC preview was going to be 50. <laughs> we should have just put out like a teaser and named it 49. So that... Like 30 seconds long. Be sure to tune in in 30 minutes. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, all right, Ben. Talk about a news dump of all news dumps. The MLB released a statement saying that they were suspending Fernando Tatis Jr. for 80 games last Friday at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Nice. So I guess, yeah. So I guess if you're going to suspend one of your star players face of the, uh, face of the league types, doing so at 6 on a Friday when no one cares is probably the best time. Yeah, I mean, there's no good time. Well, we got the Deshaun Watson news on, like, a Monday. Yeah, true. I don't know. Didn't he use, like, freaking athlete's foot cream or something? I don't know what it was. It's one of those masking agents. Um, His dad said that, like, he got, like, a bad haircut and got ringworm from it, and then that's why he took whatever it was that he took. I don't know. Every excuse I've ever heard. Doesn't make sense to me. Basically, from like the beginning of steroids to now, it's all like I would rather just people say, "Yeah, I did it. My bad." Right. Seems like a, a big old chunk of games, though. Uh, that's I mean that's that's the standard. Mm. Really had to do something after the whole. Overlooking it for 15 years thing. <laughs> kind of an overcorrection there. Yeah. But regardless, uh, I kind of feel bad for Padres fans. They thought they were about to have 
Tatis and Soto and Machado, and instead they don't. <laughs> but <laughs> it's kind of funny at the same time. Instead, they don't. <laughs> and then so the team. Him. Yeah. Can't play. And then the team. Did you read any of the comments from the team and, uh, uh, like, uh, front office whenever the news broke? Not happy. I mean, do you expect them to be happy? No. It's just you hardly ever hear it. It's usually a behind-closed-doors thing. Yeah, I mean, at least they have Juan Soto, I guess. Who my roommate thinks stinks at baseball. We have – the past two podcasts have proved – well, there have been plenty others, but he may or may not not know what he's talking about. To be fair, we don't either. Yeah, but a little more. All right. The man man drafted people only if they had that dog in them. And Hunter Renfro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the opposite of having that dog in him. I don't know, man. Did you see that tackle he made on, on punt return last year? He might have that dog in him. The jury's still out on the dog. <laughs> Speaking of no, which, who, the Lions yeah. and Colts are at joint practice right now. Can't wait for that episode of Hard Knocks. Uh, and shocker here, but for the third year in a row, Michael Pittman has started a training camp fight. Cracks me up every time. Definitely got the dog in him. Yeah, I, that's that's one guy I would not want to fight. He's so Michael nice Pittman. in like all of his vlogs and stuff, but he's an asshole on the field. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight Quentin Nelson. Remember, remember when he got kicked out of the uh, the 49ers game last year for <laughs> getting in a fight? Yeah. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Uh, other NFL news, Ben, Derwin James is now the highest-paid safety in football. Signed a four-year, $76.4 million extension. I think they have four guys on their defense now making 16 mil plus. Is it him, uh, Khalil Mack, Bosa? Mm-hmm. Ooh. What position? They just traded for him. So not Khalil Mack. Cornerback. I I you're gonna have to oh JC. yeah JC Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they traded for him, didn't they? Wasn't he a free agent? They signed him? yeah, they signed him, sorry. Yeah. Same same difference. Yeah. I mean that's a, that's just having studs at every level right there. Yeah, I was about to say you got every level checked. So that thing's gonna I mean, offense too. You got stud quarterback, stud running back, stud two receiver. stud receivers. Yeah. Tight end, man. I mean, do you really need one? <laughs> no. But back to the original point. Uh, yeah, the man got paid. Reset the safety market for sure. I think highest paid safety ever. Yeah. Everyone that signs now is the highest paid right. whatever position they play right. at. Just like Dak was the highest paid quarterback. Now there's been like three more that are yeah, he's like paid. He's like sixth now. Yeah, so – um, Ben, NBA news. We'll touch on this briefly because, quite frankly, I'm tired of it. The KD stuff is still going on. Uh, there was a rumor that came out earlier this week that he might just straight up retire rather than play for the Nets, and then KD came oh out and said that's God. not true. 
The NBA is just a, it's a, it's this league, man. I don't know what to tell you. So much drama. <laughs> that is definitely the most dramatic. And well, that or golf at this point is the most dramatic sport out there. I, I can't, I don't feel bad for either party at this point. I just want something to happen so that we can talk about it rather than. I mean, you said, still talk said, about it. Yeah, it's true. I keep putting it on the agenda. <laughs> But the bigger news, the NBA schedule got released today. Um, mm. Allow me to to reintroduce talk about my myself. Team. My name is Ho. <laughs> allow me to talk about my team for a second. Yeah. The, the Magic have any good games? I don't know. Uh, Eighteen okay. national TV games, not Ooh. including the NBA TV games, which wow. do technically count. Yeah. I think wow. there's nine on ESPN. Um, seven on TNT and two on ABC. Problem is that only four of them are at home. Um, still, that's awesome. Yeah, but one of which I... one of which is Go the ahead. home opener against the Knicks on October the something or another. And then, of course, they have MLK Day against the Suns, and they are, as Pierce said last week, playing on Christmas Day for the first time ever. Which is a big deal at Golden State, the nighttime game, the the cap it all off. Um, I'm pumped, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, y'all are have traditionally not had many nationally televised games, um, so yeah, I'm excited for y'all. Y'all deserve it. Y'all been a good team for a while now, so um, we, on the other hand, have a boo boo schedule. Open up with two road games. We have one nationally televised game. Um, our home openers against the Celtics, which is great fun. So, yeah. Uh, Drew Ogletree, the Colts rookie tight end, towards ACL today. Awesome. Sorry. Mm. You, oh, guess what our nationally televised game is? Um... Think of possible storylines for the magic. Uh oh oh, I bet it's the the Hawks. Dejounte Murray. No. Is it no, not? It's the, it's the Thunder. I don't care about that. It's Paolo versus Chet. I want Paolo versus Dejounte. Yeah, but yeah, so that's gonna be like the lamest nationally televised game ever. The Magic and the Thunder. The Jazz have one national TV game this year, and it's against the, the Knicks. Timberwolves. Oh, it's against the Knicks two days after the trade deadline. Ooh, see the NBA is good with that, man. They got those, they got those wheels turning. Just foreshadowing, man. I can't Somebody believe that Drew Ogletree stuff. Jesus, man. Hey, man, it's okay. Derailed the whole thought process. It's okay, dude. It's all right. He was a fifth rounder. He's showing off in camp. Y'all still have Mo. Yeah, and we still got Jelani Woods, but said this guy was really good. Granted, you never know, I guess, until you see it on the field, but whatever. Well, we won't see it until next year. Shut up, dude. Well, maybe the playoffs. No. Y'all are definitely making the playoffs. Thank you. I appreciate that. Apparently, the the joint practice was very one-sided today. For y'all, that's good because I'm high on the lines this year. So, 
how, why, what, when, higher. Why? We've talked about this. I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess higher than three wins, is pretty good. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think they're gonna. I, I think they have weapons. I think they're gonna be decent this year. We do this every year with the Hard Knocks team. You said the Colts were good last year when they were on Hard Knocks. The Colts should have been in the playoffs last year. All they had to do was beat the Jets. They almost made the playoffs with the worst quarterback in the NFL. By the way, has Dalton Coleman ever come out and taken back his Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott take? He's not the he's not the worst quarterback in the NFL. Okay. One Although that was a bad take, yes. You, um yeah. Sorry, this this yeah, Busby's in a pretzel right now. Okay, <laughs> let's get back on track here. NBA released a schedule today. The Grizzlies had the absolute worst schedule release of all time. We won't get into that because no one cares. But yeah, uh, all the all the Christmas Day games got announced. They've been leaked for several days, and the two MLK Day games, the Grizzlies and Suns, as we discussed, and. Then the Heat and Hawks. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Ben, golf. You talked about the drama. First of all, let's recap last week. The FedEx Cup Championship. FedEx Cup Playoffs. FedEx Cup Playoffs. Yes, that is a thing. Yeah. Like the most, yeah. They've been trying to make the FedEx Cup Playoffs like the big thing, the pet to, yeah, forever. And it's just not. But three events. Um, First one, the top 125 get in, you get points. The next 70, top 70 events next week, and then it's the top, I uh, don't want to say this wrong, 25 or 30, something like that, um, going to the tour championship. Um, it was in Memphis. Take them off the tour, Doug. Um, at the at TBC Southwind? Yep. That's what it's going. Um, which I think is underrated. Phil used to always go, which made it kind of bigger than it was. Um, hey. But I like the – no, I'm just saying it didn't get the big names a lot of times. Um, and then it was kind of a – W. it was a WGC event, I think, for a little bit. And then now it's FedEx Cup playoffs. So, um, didn't – still didn't have the biggest names on the leaderboard. Um, going into the weekend, Rory missed the cut. A bunch of guys missed the cut. The big drama, Smith, who – Won the Open, Australian guy, everybody loves him. But there's huge rumors that he is waiting till the FedEx Cup playoffs are over, and then he's going to the LIV, Live Tour, whatever. And so he's in the hunt going into Sunday. He's 12 under, I believe, uh, like one or two strokes behind the leaders, um, betting favorite. And the PGA is just like, hey, remember like halfway through your round yesterday when nobody noticed it and nobody cared, but you kind of sort of definitely took an illegal drop um yeah we're gonna penalize you two strokes for that right before you tee off so then he drops back never really has a chance on sunday and then now has withdrawn from the second round saying he has a hip injury in quotes i think that's basically him saying yeah i'm done with this i'm going to live don't really care 100 million dollars isn't that the rumor yeah 100 million um so whatever the biggest story will zalatoris Willie Z. Everybody's everybody's favorite dude's been around. Never won on the PGA Tour, um, but he's always around in majors. This year he he made a playoff against Justin Thomas for in the PGA, and then he 
basically lipped out um, at the U.S. Open to go into a playoff with Matt Fitzpatrick. Um, but he finally gets it done in a in the, the third playoff hole, I believe, on Sunday at the um, at the whatever you call it, St. Jude, um, and got his first win. Huge reaction. Yells, which you probably didn't like. He quotes Mr. Steph Curry. Yeah, well, we all make mistakes every now and then, Ben. But, um, yeah, huge thing. And, you know, everybody's saying that that's why the Live Tour will never be the PGA Tour because you won't get that. Nobody was talking about the money or anything. It was just how he finally got it done. So, it was a great story. Good for Willie Z. He's now number one in the FedEx Cup. If he keeps playing like this, he can win it. It's a huge purse, like 10-something or – greater million dollars if you win the FedEx Cup. Um, so, interesting, but whatever. The biggest drama is now the Live Tour. They had a meeting today. Um, some of the top players in Delaware, Mr. Eldrick Woods, flew there um, to show up. And they had a big players meeting, 22 guys, I think, of the top players, basically getting a game plan together to present to the PGA Tour of what we can do to kind of combat this Live Tour and what we're going to do going forward. So it's going to be interesting to see what came out of that. Um, it was funny. Rory had a comment. They said, you know, when Tiger walked in, did he kind of just sit back or was he kind of a leader in this in this talk or anything? He said, you know, there was definitely an alpha in that room and it wasn't me. So, you know, Tiger out there just slinging it. So we'll see what, what comes of it. It's, the live's not going away. And we're going to have to see how this goes, plays out going forward. Um interested but i'm kind of sick of it i just want to see the best golfers play and i don't really care so yeah it stinks i i I hate this like whole fraction that's developed because as you said we all want to see the best players play play every week so yeah and it's like we've never had this in any other sport where there's another tour or another league that's coming like hey we we did pre-hour birth with like the usfl and the nfl and all that kind of stuff kind of but it wasn't like hey we're gonna pay you a butt ton of money you know and they were getting like top players there wasn't herschel walker herschel walker part of that before yeah maybe but it's like they're getting a lot of them it's causing a legit split in the in golf so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out it's going to turn into one of these sides is going to cave. Well, probably the PGA Tour side is going to cave eventually and just have to give in to whatever those player demands are. Yeah, but the thing is, these live guys may be hosts because there's all these contract and legal battles going on right now of what they can and can't do. And yeah, a judge ruled in the on the side of the PGA Tour like last week, saying you know they can say you don't get to play and all this stuff. So a lot of it's over my head. Like I don't understand a lot of it. That's why I don't really have a ton to say, but we will get to know more over the coming weeks to months. So, speaking of legal battles, Ben, this story came out late last night too. Can you explain to me why Patrick Reed would be suing <laughs> anyone for defamation? No, he's suing Brandel Shambly, which is like, why? I don't know. That dude, Patrick Reed, I can't tell you anything on his thought process. He's just a jerk. His wife probably told him to. Yeah, but like the, that guy, he's saying mean things about it was you on funny. TV. It was funny because he was like, he's he's been like basically made fans 
hate me because he always says that I cheat and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, you like this is a defamation. This is just stuff that happens. Right. He's not the only one that said that because things happen. Like we could see them with our eyes. We have it on camera, like a long history of it. Yeah, I hate that. Means- dude. Someone told me I looked like Patrick Reed one time and I almost fought him. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. It was almost on that- right. The only time I've ever liked him is in the Ryder Cup. No. Uh, they tried to start that whole, like, Captain America thing. So he was all fiery and fat and shit. Uh, <laughs> I hate that guy. Most yeah, hated golfer in the world by far. Uh, Bryson's up there. No, I would rather. Like, if you if you put Bryson and Patrick in a match, I'm I'm wearing the little newsboy hat and going, going to town with Bryson. Ian Poulter? Yeah. You just hate him that much, huh? Yep. Cool. Brooks? Although Ian Poulter's also sneaky a douche. Yeah, not even sneaky, just outwardly. I don't care enough about Brooks to, like, have an emotion. That's fair. But, Busby, I don't – I mean, uh, I looked at the agenda. I did, but I don't remember, but – are we about to get into something that we actually kind of know what we're talking about? We are indeed about to get something, get to something that we actually kind of do know about, or at least should. I can't wait. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after this to talk a little SEC football. All right, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of the B Team Podcast. This episode is brought to you by uh, the TV slash moving company, Netflix. I just I haven't moved in two days. I've been watching a lot of documentaries. So shout out Netflix. Shout out Woodstock ninety nine. Shout out Manti Teo. Oh, have you watched the Teo? Is it good? I've watched the first episode. I I I was so dumb back in twenty twelve. I haven't I watched have, it, but I've heard it's good. I owe that man an apology. I'm sure <laughs> I said some mean things. It it that whole situation was so messed up and had so much more into it than I thought it did. To be fair, everybody was poo-pooing on. So I mean it's a and the media didn't help matters yeah. very much. All right. But enough about that, Ben. Let's talk SEC football. Oh, I had this conversation with my dad, good. by the way. Uh it reminded me. I hate every team in the SEC besides Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Um that's it. That's the end of the conversation. I just I hate everyone that we're about to talk about besides us. Yeah, I agree. They're all our enemy. So I separated this all out like we've been doing these previews. Mm-hmm. We get off on a tangent, so be it. It's the SEC. Oh, we're going to get off on multiple tangents. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the transfers first, shall we, Ben? Okay. Amir Gibbs, Alabama, from Georgia Tech. Apparently the greatest running back of all time that's ever existed, even though his stats weren't very good. Uh, might have laid $5 on him for a future for the Heisman. Jermaine Burton, apparently the greatest receiver to ever exist from Georgia <laughs> to Alabama. Okay. Spencer Rattler, we all know and love him, slash don't love him at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson Dart, Ole Miss's QB2, Chris again from USC. Zach Evans. Committed to 18 schools, finally chose one and then left there immediately. He's now at Ole Miss. Jaden Daniels, who may or may not actually start at LSU, transferred in from Arizona State. 
Zach Calzada, who is apparently not starting at Auburn, transferred in from Texas A&M. We got a lot of backup quarterbacks on this list um, or possible backup quarterbacks. Speaking of which, Max Johnson to Texas A&M, Haynes Keene maybe starting. It might be the freshman. Who knows? Um, Brew McCoy, if he gets eligible, will be playing receiver at Tennessee this year. Drew Sanders, the former Alabama five-star, is now at Arkansas. He will be playing alongside AARP collector Bumper Pool in the in the Arkansas linebacker. He's still court. playing. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Malik Keith. Uh, god. Piece reported. Of yeah, he had uh, he of migraine fame from the ringing of cowbells that he actively chose to play for twice. By the way, is now at Ole Miss. And Michael Trigg, the former five-star tight end, transferred from USC to Ole Miss, along with his former high school teammate Jackson Dart. Did you mention the um, – I forget his name – the DB from LSU? No, I don't oh, Eli him. Ricks. I did not. Eli. That's a good catch, Ben. Eli Ricks is now at Alabama. Yeah, greatest DB of all time, apparently. You forgot yeah. that part. Uh, and Derek Stingley, who didn't give up 9 million yards at LSU. Wait, where did he transfer to? He's in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I wrote down all the Mississippi State ones separately because why the hell not? Because they're the actual good ones. Apparently, Justin Robinson and Jordan Mosley are playing really well at receiver down there. Justin Robinson transferred from Georgia. Jordan Mosley from uh, Northwestern. Jordan Morant, uh, John Morant's cousin, uh, is the safety transfer from Michigan. He's not actually John's cousin. No, uh, no he is. Marcus Banks, the former Alabama four-star corner is now at Mississippi State. Jackie Matthews, the former West Virginia four-star corner, is now at Mississippi State. Hunter Washington, the former uh, Florida State four-star corner, is now at Mississippi State. I'm loving this. And then Massimo Bascardi. The best. <laughs> the Lou Groza Award finalist, I believe, for Coastal Carolina last year. And as we've talked about, ad nauseum on this podcast, Mississippi State should have been nine and three last year if they had any sort of kicking game. So it's a welcome sight to have someone like Massimo Bascardi on the roster to sure up any of the issues that we had. Dude, I need a Massimo jersey. You can't say it and not send it down. Massimo. Oh, uh, I, I also forgot that we have a transfer punter, I believe, from UMass. It might not be you. His name is George Georgopoulos. <laughs> Some lazy parents right there. Yeah, just name him George. <laughs> so we have Massimo and Georgopoulos. Dude, I'm in. I'm loving – obviously, I like the receiver transfers for us because of our offense. Um, but I'm most excited about the DBs, all the DBs we got. I don't know about you, but that's what excites me the most. Yeah, I'm pumped, especially after we lost uh, uh, Martin Emerson, obviously, to the NFL. Um, ben, I wanted to change up our over-unders. We've been picking the most overrated and underrated. I'm sure we'll get there in this process. But, hey, we, we know a little, about, a little bit about the SEC in theory, at least. Let's go through a little quick hit of every team, shall we? Okay, I'm in. We start at the top. Yeah, let's um, let me pull it up. So this is coming from DraftKings. I don't think these numbers are exactly right because some of them seem way too off. 
But hey, it's okay. So DraftKings says Alabama at 10 and a half. That's an over. I think that's yeah. the most underrated one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hammer. That's low hanging. Yeah, that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Arkansas, seven and a half. Uh, yeah, that one, I think a lot of people are going to take the over. Um, I like seven and a half. I lean the over slightly. You made me choose. Right. Yeah. I mean, eight wins. I don't hate, but I, yeah, I think it's right where it should be for them. Auburn, six and a half. I will take the under. Thumbs down. Yeah. I don't see them being very good this year. They're in a very tough division. They'll be lucky to win six games. Yep. Florida at seven. I think this was pretty good. Yeah. I, I like this one too. I would, I would lean over. Um, but I would stay away from this if I was betting. Yep. Georgia, 10 and a half, probably over on that one too. Yeah, over. Kentucky at seven and a half. <laughs> you wanna you wanna shit on Will Levis now or should we wait uh, till later? I I am very much not a Kentucky believer, but seven and a half probably, seems low. Yeah. And the East is weak. So it's tricky for me. I would lean. I would say under just because I hate them. But they get Mississippi State at home this year. Yeah, we're gonna spank them. They have to go to Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean, and they have Georgia, Florida, Tennessee. Um, yeah, Louisville to end the season. But yeah, probably over. I don't know. I think that's right. Seven to eight is what I have them at. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hyping them up to be this 10, 11 win team. I mean, they yeah. were picked second in the East. Right. Granted, so, that's like – And that should tell far. you something. They're picked to be second in the East, and their line is at seven and a half. So, Vegas knows something. LSU at seven? Under. I would go under as well. Yeah, I just – I don't think they're going to be very good. And then, let's let, let's take the bias out of this one. I think this is the Mr. easiest Mr. State's the easiest over in the world, besides yeah, Alabama I, at ten and a half. Yeah, I mean, six and a half is disrespectful. They went seven. They won seven games last year and had me and you kicking. Yeah, I mean they could have easily won nine games last year. And we returned a lot of people, added several players that can shore up a few spots that were weaker last year. Um, I, the schedule, obviously, we play in the SC West, but and we grabbed Georgia from the East this year, which sucks. Yeah, that's the problem. You're replacing Vanderbilt with Georgia, right? So. Um, that's where it gets tricky, but our out of conference is pretty easy. Yeah, you so, have Memphis at Arizona. That one might be pretty difficult. East Tennessee uh, State, I think. East Tennessee State, and then Bowling Green. Yeah. And then Four you nuts. have Arkansas at home. You have AM at home. You have Auburn at home. You go to LSU early in the season, I might add. You have um, at Georgia. No, Georgia's in Georgia's no, Georgia's at home, Bam at Bama and at, Bama. Ole, at Ole Miss. Yep. So, you want a little sneak peek for like eleven weeks from now? Yeah. State's beating Georgia. Ooh. Oh my gosh, it would make me so happy. Let me let me let me show you something here. Let me teach you okay. guys something at home. I'm waiting. Yeah. So, Mississippi State and Georgia meet in Starkville. 
on November the 12th. Georgia has Florida in Jacksonville and then Tennessee, then go to Starkville and then have Kentucky. They have their three toughest, maybe Ooh. only like decent opponents in the East to worry about, and we're sandwiched in between. I love that. that. Yep. That sounds like a trap game. And I know that he just won a national championship. Kirby Smart's just dumb enough to think he can get by running a man like he did two years ago whenever uh, we took 43 scholarship players down there and almost won. I love this. I love a confident Busby. I'm I don't. I don't understand why more people are confident. I, maybe I mean, it's it's gonna. It's no, gonna I'm blow the same way. Face. I'm the same way, dude. You heard me last week saying we're going ten and two. So, all right, let's step back off the ledge for a second. Missouri I mean, at five hey, and a half. Okay, yeah. Who cares? Uh, probably under. Yeah, They're terrible. Yeah, I would rather talk about Vanderbilt for an hour than Missouri for a minute. Yeah, I I just literally couldn't care less. <laughs> Ole Miss seven and a half. Mm. Have you seen their schedule for the, like the first six weeks? Yeah, it's absolutely despicable. Yeah, so I would I would say over. I think they're eight now. Yeah. South Carolina at six, I think is about right. Yeah, I'd take the over. You I'm would. a little higher. I'm a little higher on South Carolina this year than a lot of people are. I like um. And now I'm not going to be able to think of his name. Uh, Ian Beamer? Yeah, Beamer. I like their coach. Um, they were – they showed some fight last year. The East, like we've said, is down. I think they can sneak a few games. And I don't know who they get from the West this year. I didn't even look at their schedule. But who's their permanent crossover in the West? Pull it up, shall we? Well, we can think this through. Kentucky's is us. Vandy's is Ole Miss. Tennessee's is Bama. Florida's is LSU. Georgia's is Auburn. Auburn. Uh, it's A and M. A and M. It's got to be. It's got to be A and M, right? Or is it? Is it Missouri? A&M? Is it Missouri? No, Missouri's in the East. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's either A and M or Arkansas. They have both of them on here. So which one does Missouri permanently cross over with? It's LSU, right? Or Arkansas, right? Because they have that weird trophy. Yeah, you're right. So it's A and M. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not a great draw for them. Those two teams. Yeah, but I think they. I like them a little. Those. Yeah, I like them a little better, but it's whatever. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I would not bet it. I would put it that way. The Tennessee at seven and a half. Yeah, I like the over. I think Tennessee is going to score a lot of points. I think they're also going to give up a lot of points. Yeah, just I, I think they are the second best team in the East. So I'm saying based off that, I haven't went over. In a very weird way, although it's not that weird because it happened literally last year, I think there's a good chance Tennessee beats Kentucky and Kentucky still finishes higher than them in the East. Because Kentucky gets Mississippi State and Ole Miss, whereas Tennessee gets Alabama and who Ooh, cares? Uh, they have Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Kentucky's losing to State, so they both have one loss. It's just – Boom. A&M, eight and a half. I like the under. <laughs> They're ranked six of the eight people. Yeah, I'm not an A&M truth. We don't even know who the hell their quarterback is. 
And they have Jimbo, the freaking biggest fraud. Does less with more than any other. Uh, maybe Texas. That state stinks. <laughs> By the way, since we're talking quarterbacks, not not good news out of Longhorn Camp. I'm not, oh, my guy, Quinn Ewers. Yeah, apparently he's not the next coming. Who could have who could have guessed? He's no uh I was about to say Sam Darnold. He's no Sam Howell. Sam Howell, not Sam Howell either. What's his freaking name that plays for the Colts now or did play for the Colts? Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. God, he, threw, he threw two touchdowns on Saturday. Um lastly, Vanderbilt, two and a half. <laughs> it's gonna be close. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go over just cause. Let me pull up their schedule. I know they they're at Hawaii to start off the year. <laughs> Be a fun game to go to. Like if you're a Mandy person. Hawaii did lose 30 people to the transfer portal. Well, Excuse me, what'd you say? They they lost 30 guys to the transfer 30? portal. 30. But if you're Vandy, oh no, they have to play Alabama this year. <laughs> okay, that stinks okay. for them. I mean, just I need you to talk the games that they could win. At Hawaii. Okay. I would pick them to lose as we currently stand. Okay. Elon. Okay, that's a win. Hopefully. At Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is scheduling these games for Vanderbilt? Where they're going? You're an SEC school and you're traveling to Hawaii and to DeKalb out Illinois or whatever it is, Northern Illinois. I mean. They get Ole Miss from the West and Bama. So. Who was scheduling this, Ben? I don't know. Like, they need money. I mean, even their home SEC games, they're, they're going to get destroyed. Yeah, so you're saying under. That's what it sounds they, like. I mean, they have Wake Forest September the 10th. I don't, who knows if Sam Hartman's going to be back? If he is, they're toast. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think right now I'd pick the under because I think they lose – one of their two road games, either at Hawaii or at Northern Illinois, because they scheduled them on the road. Oh, my gosh. All right, Ben, we just went through all that list. Who's the most overrated? Who's the most underrated? Um, so you want to go over or under? Let's go under first. first. Under. So most underrated. I mean, we talked about it. I have two big ones. I think we're going to echo the echo chamber here. I have Bama just because they're sitting at 10.5. I don't see them losing a game. So even if they slip up and lose one. And then I have Mississippi State as my most underrated. Yeah. I think Bama's the most, most underrated. But Bama, you couldn't put a line big enough to where I wouldn't bet Bama going over it, basically. And people sleep on Mississippi State this year. Like, I don't know what we have to do. To kind of show you all the light, but it will happen. It's going to be a fun season. And then I also have Georgia there because they're listed ten and a half. I think Georgia's oh, yeah. going to eleven and one. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Literally losing one game. Yeah. Uh, what's up? <laughs> I'm in, dude. And then all overrated right. Ben. I wrote down three names here. Let's see if we can run through them together. I have I actually. I actually changed one. Uh, I I did this earlier, and I think I said the exact opposite whenever we just did the quick run through. So maybe I need to go back and check out why I thought one thing earlier and then change it. I have I have Auburn, LSU, and A and M. 
I have Auburn, LSU, and Kentucky, but I think I would flip it to A and M. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kentucky's sitting why, one game. Why? Hang on, let's now. Now you've got me. Here we Hang go. On. Here we go. In what world is Auburn and Mississippi State on the same win loss schedule? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We haven't even talked about Will Rogers. They're about to start TJ goddamn Findlay, and I'm supposed to be worried about Auburn. Or is that Zach Calzada? Yeah. Nathan Pickering just sacked him again, by the way. <laughs> Will Rogers got for over, what, 4,800 yards this year? I can't wait, dude. We, we may win the West. Okay, let's. All right, hang on. I picked us to be Georgia. Not hey, you got to you got to calm down. You may be Georgia and Bam. I'm I'm pumped for football. It'll all come crashing down. I can't wait till we lose, we lose to, to Arizona. No, we we'll lose to fucking Memphis in week one. We're gonna be in at shambles. Home. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to listen to the Memphis sports radio. That's worst case scenario, man. I hope we beat them seventy nothing after last year. That would be ideal. But if we know anything, you remember how last year's opening game went? We were down three scores in the fourth quarter to La Tech. Yeah, who wasn't who, good, by the way. Who won that game? It's true. I don't know. I I'm high. I think the defense is going to be really good too. <laughs> Not high. I'm high on Mississippi State. We both are, dude. We're we're setting ourselves up. This is what we do all the time. We're just setting ourselves up for like why? Pain why is why is state not going to go eight and four? You you can't can't convince me otherwise. That's the four. We could win. We play week what th- four, three or four at LSU. I know that like playing at LSU is tough. No, I don't think right. that team's. I don't think that team's very good. And we went on the road to A and M and won last year. I think they're going to be better at we the end of the year. We went to Auburn and won last year. Yeah. Uh, I think LSU is going to be decent by the end of the year, but I'm very glad we got them to start. We got – Spank them around. We got Arkansas at home, who we would have beat last year, had fat-ass Traylon Burks not falling down on fourth down. And After swinging and punching a dude in the face on the sideline. Coaxed a personal – or coaxed a uh, 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 pass, or, pass interference flag. Oh, and, my God. God, dude, I can't stand that game, dude. We also missed a bunch of – isn't that another game we missed a bunch of kicks? Yeah, we missed three. That was the game where uh, Leach came out afterwards and said, we're holding we're holding open tryouts, and everyone was like, well, you can't say that. You want to make the kids sad. Like, yeah, you know what made me sad? Watching them miss three field goals. Dude, my blood pressure just went up. I forgot about that game. Uh, Ole Miss was starting a guy that stinks at quarterback. We didn't even want him, and he's from secretly, I secretly think they're going to be pretty good again. But um, Why? Uh, Zach Evans is awesome. Okay. He'll probably quit and transfer to Alabama three games <laughs> into the season. Uh, well, he's going to drop everything that comes his way. Not worried in the slide. Like, going to Kentucky's – Tough, I guess, but not worried in the slightest about that team. Not worried about Auburn. You know how many times Will Levy's threw for over 200 yards last year? Twice, right? 
Yeah. But no, he's a second coming. Yeah, top 10 pick, surefire. Putting mayonnaise in your coffee is totally normal. He eats a banana with the peel on it. I hate that guy. I don't hate uh, – let me back. I don't hate him. I hate the narrative around him. And then people acting like Spencer Rattler is going to save South Carolina. Yeah, like he got benched last year. And it wasn't very good the year before that. Like I could put up numbers of Lincoln Riley's offense. Hmm. Lincoln Riley turned yeah. Jalen Hurts into a second-round pick, and he stinks. Okay, then that's just not true. He, he stink. stinks, Ben. He does not stink. He stinks, and you know it. <laughs> I don't know it. I know he does not stink. Who else do we play? I, I bet you Green Dalton would say Jalen hands. Hurts is. I, mean, <laughs> I guarantee you Dalton would say Jalen Hurts is better than Dalton. Uh, East than, Tennessee uh, State, catch Carson these hands. Oh, East Tennessee State, Memphis, Bowling Green, Arizona. They might as well just not show up. Go climb a cactus out there in Tucson. Catch these hands. Right. We're going to have to stay up till 10 p.m. to watch a game kickoff. To start, yeah. We'll be up past midnight. Stetson Bennett, catch his hands. Stetson Bennett, dude. I can't – ooh, I'm fired up, Buzzy. <laughs> I forgot where we were. Okay, let's talk about this. Do we? Okay, let's not talk about this, actually. Do we need to go over who's going to win the SEC East and West and championship game? Who? State and Tennessee? <laughs> okay. It's Georgia and Bama. Yeah. And do you have Alabama winning? Yeah. So do I. Uh, by the way, I talked about this for just a smidge earlier. Is there a reason why I'm supposed to believe Jameer Gibbs is like the second coming of Derrick Henry or anything like that? I've never watched him play a down in my life. He played two years at Georgia Tech and no one cared. I mean, it was also Georgia Tech. I mean, Jeff Collins, poor guy. No, he's RIP in peace. Uh, by the way, what do you think Brian Harson was fired? And for what? Let's take a bet. <laughs> I'm going to say, what week do we play them? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's, uh, let's, let's pull up Auburn's schedule here and pinpoint the exact week he gets fired. Okay. All right. They open the season with Mercer. He's safe. Okay, he wins. Week two is San Jose State. He's safe. Week three, your beloved Nittany Lions travel to the plains of Auburn. Yeah, he's toast there. So that's that's two and one. Missouri goes to Auburn the next week. Three and one, probably. LSU goes to Auburn the week after that. Ooh. Auburn doesn't leave Alabama until week six. Where do they go? Georgia. Okay. This is the slide. LSU comes to Auburn. They go to Georgia. They go to Oxford. Arkansas comes to Auburn. They go to State. Texas A&M comes to Auburn. And then they have Western Kentucky and then Bama to end it all out. Yeah, I'm going to say after uh, – they'll give him the season because they want to see if he can mouse on it and somehow – Beat Alabama and keep going, but he doesn't make it through this year. Oh, he's five and six heading into the Iron Bowl and somehow beat Saban. That's a that's a six year extension right there. Yeah, I mean that's the Malzahn. If we've learned anything from Gus Malzahn. 
Yes, them houses on uh, blueprint of how to stay coaching way past when you should be. I think he gets fired post Arkansas. Okay. Um, I do have a question for you. Okay. Going back to Mississippi State. If Mike Leach, one, just we're not very good this year, or two, we are decent, but we lose the Egg Bowl, how hot is that seat? I think it's pretty warm. I wouldn't fire him, obviously. But. I mean, I wouldn't fire him, but I think it's pretty hot. You lose three Egg Bowls in a row. Um, yeah. But we are to Oxford – beat their backup quarterback on their home field, Link Kiffin leaves for Florida State. I mean, I'm all in on everything you just said. Everyone enters the transfer portal. They have no recruits coming up because Link Kiffin only recruits the transfer portal. Ooh, they're in trouble. I don't think any of that. Well, I hope we beat them, but I don't think any of the rest of that happens. That the, the second half of that is totally factual. They don't recruit high school players. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't think he can. He leaves. I think he's got he would have made. left. Like, he wanted, dude. It's the, the worst kept secret in Mississippi is that Lane Kevin's trying to get out. You think? Yeah, that's fair. I, I think the opposite. Yeah, I would. I would try to find a way out too if I just started Luke Altmeyer over a former five star who stinks. Yeah, well, we also know what Lane Kevin likes to do in his free time, and he's in a very good spot for that. Well, he settled down, man. He just wants to live his life out in Tallahassee, go fishing whenever he can. He's like an hour from the beach. I don't think that's true. Huh? You're not reading the tea leaves, Ben. <laughs> I'm drinking I mean, a glass. To be fair, of- Florida State is very much has what Ole Miss has. I'm drinking a glass of Lipton over here. You're stuck on lemonade. Anyways, I would love to run him out of town. That'd be wonderful. I was just curious because I think it's tricky for Leach. I'm not ready to get rid of him at all, but I think you lose that or you just have a very underwhelming season. It's going to be – I mean, people were trying to fire him last year. Yeah, but our fan base is dumb. Yeah. I mean, we've we yelled at them a lot last year. Also, shocker here, Robert Slee has us going under six and a half. Ah, uh, that guy. Oh, it's we're back into the world of listening or having to read college football Twitter. Oh, Barrett Slee, I went to Auburn. <laughs> My coach is gonna get fired in five weeks. Who is the fat dude that used to cover state and is at Auburn now? Brandon Marcello. I hate that dude. Someone called him Brandon Marshmallow. I have to take it easy on the fat jokes because I'm also a chubby person. That dude gets he's he poo-poos on Mississippi State people for being mean. To him. Yeah, he really just hated his life here for some reason. Apparently. And funny enough, uh God, what was his name? He went to Bama and I don't I think he doesn't work there anymore. Um, Red Hudson? Brett, yeah. Brett, yeah. Yeah. Is it Hudson? Anyways, that guy, he's funny. Yeah. And he went to Bama and still, like, would tweet about State and stuff. Yeah. I like him. <laughs> Big Game Boomer's still mad, by the way. That guy is the worst. Also, are you a Brandon Walker college football space listener? Um, I've listened to the Big Game Boomer one, but I've missed the last two. 
I heard that a good friend and recurring guest, Zach Martin, was able to ask a question. Yeah, I was listening the other day, and and Zach Martin got on there, and he panicked. (laughs) Was it like you in the third round of the fantasy football draft? Yeah, his brain – I could hear his brain, like the gears turning while I was listening to it. Yeah, he said that he requests to speak every time and never gets put on, so he didn't have anything prepared. Yeah, he was like, uh, hey, Brandon, how's it going? Um, when do you have – I'm Mississippi State guy. When do you have us losing our first game? And Brandon said, like, uh, I don't know, and I try not to talk about State a lot because nobody really gives a shit. Brandon's wrong because we just spent 20 minutes talking about it. Well, I think he would like to. He just – he has a national audience. We have a – audience of two. Oh, it's so nice of Katie and your mom to listen. <laughs> you think Katie listens to this? She, she has to listen to me talk enough. Um, all right, Ben, we we need to figure out a 50th episode idea. I mean, do we just skip a week and have it as our... I don't know. We need to talk. Because it would be... Not next week, but the next is football week one i've also got into uh really big into these previews you can just do an nfl one i love nfl football well offline yeah we will talk offline i mean you can cut all of this i don't know why you're acting like you can't but will i i mean that's fair too the people can listen to our thought processes Oh, also, while we're thinking, the people, uh, we didn't thank anyone. That was Are you saying terrible. think or thank? Thank. Okay. Uh, terrible segue. <laughs> thank you for to anyone that listened to our gibberish from Saturday. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, that was that was fun, but um, that was a very niche thing. Like, I don't think that was more for our league. But if you want a little bit on the you know, kind of how our league is set up, because we will talk about it on this podcast some as the year goes on. I'm sure it will sneak itself in there. Um, I'm the reigning champ. I have no reason to give it up this year, even though my team's terrible and Ryan Sims ruined me. On He mentally dominated me on Saturday. If you haven't heard Ben won the league last year, I don't, yeah. know, if we, I don't know if that's been mentioned at all. Yeah, by the way, I have the trophy. So, um, second of all, that man put me in more of a, a brain twister than I've ever been in my life. And I stayed with him. I think he literally had me stay with him to get my insight onto what I was going to do in the draft just so he could sabotage me. Watching your first pick, I knew we were in for a fun time. Uh, I had to take Derrick Henry. That you say that like it's a bad thing. Like Derrick Henry is It's awesome. not a bad thing, but it's, it's literally – I was like, I'm taking the fifth pick. There's five guys that I'd be happy with. Derrick Henry was on that list. He was number five. <laughs> I, mean, I took a guy whose quarterback m- might be hurt. So, who Cup? Yeah, yeah. I mean, him and Stafford just like love each other. So true. He breakfast together every morning, granola and pop tarts, the s'mores I'm so, variety. I'm so ready for fantasy football, dude. If anybody, if anybody out there is looking for somebody else to be in their league, I'm in. Yeah, uh, Ben won last year. Just a heads up before you add him. Busby's butt hurts. <laughs> he was in the toilet bowl last year. So, won the year before. I'll take it. Sometimes you have to fall to get back up. Actually, you have to get back up every time. So, I don't, that 
Ben, we need to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, you're you're in shambles right now. All right, everyone. You know thanks who, for tuning you know in. who fell down and didn't get up? Whoever he don't, was tied in. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, okay, that's fine. I thought you were gonna make an Andrew Luck joke. No, he got up and then just decided to quit. Yeah, what's best for his own mental health? That's fair. We can't hate on that. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will be back maybe next week, maybe not. We'll figure it out. But until next time, thank you and goodbye. Bye.